Welcome to the Female CEO Show. I'm your host, Courtney Quinn. I'm a corporate dropout turned serial entrepreneur with a passion for helping female business owners step into your power and reach your full potential in business and in life. I'm on a mission to empower more women to become their own boss while teaching them how to do it in a healthy, scalable way that supports your dream life so that you're running a business and not owning a business that runs you. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or you're still toying with the idea of diving into your own business, you're in the right place if you're looking for tools to support you as you are navigating the world of entrepreneurship as a woman, because I'm going to get real with you on how to do so. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hello, biz besties. I am so excited for today's episode of the Female CEO Show podcast. We are talking all about 10K months and the reality of 10K months, like how to make it easier, how to get there, how to make them consistent, and what I think we should be striving for instead. I know that like 10K, like 10K months, I feel like is really a hot topic as you are early on in business, like really wanting to hit that or feeling like you need to. And so let's just break it all down. I am so excited to get into this because making $10,000 a month does not have to be hard. Businesses make tens of thousands of dollars a month, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, millions of dollars a month, billions of dollars a month. Like there is no reason that you cannot make $10,000 a month in your business. And I know that can seem like a big number. Like a lot of us early on in our entrepreneurial career, like we haven't seen like a five figure number like that in our bank account before. And so it can feel like really daunting. Like, how am I going to make this happen? And worrying like too much about the how and getting so caught up in it and getting caught up in that goal. And maybe you set a goal that I want to hit 10K months by August or whatever. And then there's just so much stress and pressure on you to hit it by that specific date. And I don't think there's, I don't think there's any need for that. And I think there are better ways to set monetary goals for your business and work towards them. So today I want to share with you a little bit about like my 10K story, what I'm working towards now and how you can make this easier. But first, like, let's stop making 10k the pinnacle for our monthly earnings as business owners. Like, let like, let's just stop. Let's just stop making that like the pinnacle. And let's start making like $100,000 a month, the pinnacle. Because making $10,000 a month in your business is awesome. Like you are obviously doing something right. You've got something good going on if you are able to consistently bring in $10,000 a month in your business. But we get so hyper fixated on that 10K, 10K months, 10K months. It's like, then you hit it and you're just like, ah, okay, I did it. 10K months, I did it. And you like, don't keep pushing forward and don't continue to strive bigger. Like let's make 100K months the pinnacle, the goal, like the big number that we want to be reaching, not 10K. Because there is a big difference between having $10,000 a month revenue in your business and actually taking home 
$10,000 a month into your own bank account. If you are making 10K months in your business, at the very, like, at the most, depending on how you have your business set up, and this is likely if you aren't paying anyone to help you, you would take home like $6,000 a month, which is awesome. I would say more on average, you're probably looking at taking home like four or $5,000 a month if you are, if you have a team and you are hitting 10K months, which again is great. We're like, that's averaging like $60,000 a year. That's a solid salary, but let's be honest, you can go apply to any corporate job and make a $60,000 salary and get benefits and get 401k matching and like yada, 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 yada. So as entrepreneurs, like we have to look at these salary numbers and understand that it actually isn't that much as someone who is self-employed, like $60,000 is great. Yeah. But then you're going to have to pay taxes on that because it's pre-tax income. And then you have to buy your own health insurance. Like you don't have any benefits. You need to be inputting into a retirement fund and you don't have a company matching that for you. You're not getting like free lunches and free happy hours and all of that stuff that comes with corporate too. Like $60,000 in corporate and $60,000 self-employed are not the same. I would say like $60,000 corporate and like $100,000 Self-employed are more on an even playing field. $80,000 to $100,000 makes it more on an even playing field for someone who is self-employed because we are out there having to provide everything for ourselves, which makes things a lot more difficult. Like if we're being honest, there's less money at the end of the day to go have fun with or to go invest to go buy things like because we have to spend that money on living and on health insurance and yada 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 so there's a big difference between that and so if you see someone saying like oh like i had a 10k month this month like it doesn't mean that they personally deposited ten thousand dollars into their bank account which yeah like ten thousand dollars in your bank account a month that sounds sweet like making a hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year okay like a month, like that's a lot of room to play with. And that feels super expansive. But if you're looking at like three, four, five, $6,000 a month, like five and $6,000 a month, you have a little bit more room to work with, but like you have bills, you've got rent, you've got utilities, you've got to buy food, like all of that stuff. So if you're making like three grand a month, like there's not going to be a whole lot left over to be able to save or to be able to spend and have fun money or have fuck you money. And that's what I think we need to work more towards because I'm going to hit, I'm going to hit you with something here that's about to blow your freaking mind and completely change the way that you look at money. Money isn't real. (laughs) Like I think 3% of the money that is circulating in the world is actually physical, like in bills and in coins, 3%. That means all of the other money in the world is just numbers in a computer. It is just numbers in a computer, which means that you can literally create money out of thin air. People can pay you money. I just bought a car, just bought a brand new car. I paid for a third of the car 
up front and the other two thirds is financed through the dealership, through like the, the maker of the car. And they're just like, yeah, here you go. There's the money. You're good. Like, but it's, they just like literally like made that money up here out of nowhere and are like, here you go. Here's $40,000 for you. We'll pay the dealership. Here you go. And I'm like that, like, I feel like that's not coming out of their bottom line. Like they were literally just like, there's $40,000 for you. There you go. Like, I don't know. Money's not real. Money is not freaking real. Okay. So once you kind of start to understand that and how money can truly just like flow to you in endless ways, and you can always find more opportunities to make and receive money. I feel like it makes the idea of like hitting these big months so much easier because you're like, it's literally not even real. It's not even real. Isn't that nuts? Like 3% of money in the world is real. I learned that from the book Rich as Fuck by Amanda Francis, which is the best money mindset book. I highly, 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 highly recommend it. I have read it twice and I actually just bought the audiobook on Audible. It's an Audible exclusive. Um, I just bought it on Audible so I can listen to it like a podcast. Um, and like, so that can kind of be like what's flowing through my subconscious so I can listen to it like while I'm taking a shower or getting ready or while I'm working out. And like that language is just going to be flowing through my brain to make things feel easier and easier and to help rewire my subconscious brain even more to be more of a money magnet. Absolutely. Like if you take any book recommendation from me, it needs to be Rich as Fuck by Amanda Francis. It is epic. It is an epic book on money mindset. I know there are a lot of money mindset books, but I feel like, a, like, um, why can't I think of it? Like the science of getting rich, the art of getting, I have, I can picture the cover and it's like dollar bills all over it. Anyways, it's old. And it was a super boring read. And Amanda Francis's book just came out a couple years ago. So it's like very relevant. It's very new. It's like more in our current language. And so it was a really fun, easy read as opposed to like reading an old ass book from the early 1900s that was written by some old dude. I just, I highly recommend it. Anyways, there is something I want to touch on real quick though, because I see this so much online, especially on social media with like people saying like, Oh, like I had a 10 K sales month or I had a 10 K month. Like there is a huge difference between a cash month and a sales month. And I want you to know this and I want you to keep an eye out for this. When you see like coaches talking about how much money they made in a month, I only account for cash months. I think sales months are kind of bogus if I'm being completely freaking honest with you. And I think that people who promote their sales months are also kind of bogus because they are like inflating their earnings. So a cash month means that amount of cash, that amount of money was deposited into your bank account. So if you have a 10k cash sales month, 
you have $10,000 that you earned this month in your bank account. This is where things get a little tricky and a little deceptive. When people talk about having a 10K sales month, that means, and I see a lot of coaches do this. So you'll see like coaching programs that are like three months long, six months long, and you have the option to like pay in full or pay monthly, yada, yada, yada. And they will like during the launch or, oh, this is a huge one too. Like I had a hundred thousand dollar launch. It doesn't mean they have a hundred thousand dollars in their bank account. It means like, because they launched this program, they will make a hundred thousand dollars. So if someone is saying I have a hundred thousand dollar sales month and they just launched a program and there were payment plans available, that means that they had enough people to join that cumulatively $100,000 in sales were made, but $100,000 in cash was not collected. So they could have had like a $30,000 cash month, which is nothing to shake a stick out. I get that. But they're saying I had a $100,000 sales month, but they only actually had a $30,000 cash month because over the next two months or the next three months, they're going to have those payment plans coming in. So they're telling you, hey, I had a $100,000 a month, but in reality, only 30 of that went into their bank. Or, I mean, break that down even more, like only 10 of it went into their bank because it's like a year-long program, whatever. But keep an eye out for that because I don't see very many people talking about cash months. It's a lot of sales months. Like I had a $40,000 sales month. And it's like, yeah, well, you launched a mastermind that was like $10,000 a person and you have four people in, but it's a year long program. So they're going to be paying over the course of a year. So like, cool, you are going to make $40,000 off of this program this year, but you didn't like collect it this month. You follow me? Okay. I feel like I'm over explaining this too much, but I think it's really freaking important to bring awareness to because it's like super buzzwordy out on social media with coaches trying to promote themselves on their sales. And I think it's very deceptive if I am being honest. Like, why don't you just tell us the cash that's in your bank account this month? Why do you have to like inflate it? It feels, it feels deceptive. It feels like a little, it feels like a little bit of a lie to me. I understand that technically it's not because they have people on contracts to receive all of that money over X amount of time, but we know that they're doing it to like show us the biggest number and look as impressive as possible and not show us the fine print that that money will be paid to them over the next six or 12 months. Anyways, I want to tell you about my 10k story. So for years, years and years and years and years, I vied, vied for a 10K month. When I was in network marketing, all I wanted to do was hit 10K months. Like I wanted to hit a 10K month because that kind of money felt so expansive to me. Like having $10,000 in my bank account, like, oh my gosh, that felt so huge. Like, what would I even do with all of that money? I'd be able to save so much. Like I'd be able to make these huge, awesome investments. Like I would be able to like buy things and have plenty of money to like make payment plans on them or to like lease them, whatever. Like there was going to be plenty of money to spend on a monthly basis if I was making $10,000. And I just could not wrap my head around like having $10,000 every single month 
And I vied for that and I vied for that and I vied for that. And if you know anything about network marketing, if you have experienced network marketing, if you've listened to my story about network marketing, you know, I never came close to that. And most people don't. I think like my biggest month in network marketing was probably around like a $3,000 month, which was not good. It's not good. Um, not a lot of money when I wanted $10,000. So then I come into my business. I start my own business. I'm doing virtual assisting. And then I transition that into social media management. I still just wanted a 10 K month. And it took me six months of building my business and pivoting and scaling and building a solid foundation in my business to hit a 10 K month. And when I hit my first 10 K month, it wasn't even 10 K. It was 12 K. I hit like 12 K plus month. And I was like, holy shit. Like I was so excited, but it actually didn't really feel that good. And I was just kind of like, oh, that's it. Like I kind of thought my life would like be different. <laughs> kind of thought my life would change. Like I kind of thought things would be different here and it's not. And it just kind of happened. And like super cool, super cool. But um, this doesn't feel quite how I thought it would feel after like wanting this so badly for so long. And I think that's important to note too, when it comes to setting monetary goals in your business, pretty much anytime I hear someone like talk about this, like it, it just doesn't feel as good as you think it's going to. You're just kind of like, um, oh, okay. Well, well, that was cool. Okay. Um, my life isn't any different. And, um, I guess what's next, like, it just isn't like as satisfying as you want it to be. And I do not say that to discourage you, but I say that almost to, to like warn you. So you don't feel like, what's wrong with me? Why doesn't this feel as good as I think it should? Why doesn't this feel like I expected it to? Like, it's okay. And most most of us experience that. And that's actually why I stopped setting monthly monetary goals in my business. Because it was just like, it wasn't that motivating to me because I knew the feeling that I was going to have when I hit it was going to be like, meh. And so I it just wasn't, it wasn't motivating to me to hit monthly like revenue goals in my business or to set those and like really strive towards those. But I also don't think doing that is the best for scalability and for sustainability. I had a coach early on who was huge on setting monthly income goals. And for her, I think it really worked. Like that was very motivating for her and it worked and she was able to hit those and that was awesome. But like, it didn't quite click for me. So if you're feeling the same thing, like you're not alone and there are other things that you can look towards to set goals for that don't have to do with like, I made $10,000 in my business this month. For me, I'm much more driven by lifestyle and like that I'm able to work less and make more or that I have the freedom and the flexibility to go do the things that I want to and not be chained to my laptop. Like that's what really excites me. So I'm more driven by my lifestyle than I am by monetary goals and especially on a monthly basis because, you know, I worked with this coach in a group setting. And so every month she would ask everyone like, what's your goal? And she would like help hold you accountable and check in with you on how you were working towards that goal. And I watched so many girls just drown themselves to hit that goal. Like just to get to that number, they would take on way too many clients and then be freaking drowning or they'd take on too many clients and they'd realize some of the clients that they took on were unaligned or that they weren't actually good fits. And they were just like clouded 
by the dollar signs or like their vision was blurred by hitting that goal. And so they ended up with a bunch of clients that they either didn't have the capacity for or that weren't good fits to work with them. That's why I don't do monthly monetary goals. Um, But right now, if you follow me on Instagram or threads or honestly TikTok, I'm I'm talking about it everywhere. I'm working towards 30K months inside of my agency. And this is driven by the take home money for me. Like I want to take home 10K every single month. Like I'm still in that mindset of like, I having 10K deposited into my bank account every single month feels so expansive. That feels so huge. Like I will have so much money to like pay for my car, to pay for a house, to pay for a boat, to travel, to do all the things I want. Like there will be enough money to go around if I have $10,000 in my bank account every single month consistently. That's what we're working towards too. We're working towards consistent cash months. We don't want any one hit wonders. Like, cool, you hit a 10K month once, but now you're back down to 6K a month. Like in my, like it counts. Yes. But in my mind, like almost not like we're working towards consistency. That's also part of the reason I don't set those monthly goals. And so the 30K that I'm working towards right now, I don't have a set timeline for And when I set this goal, I was kind of like, okay, like, like panic, like how, how am I going to make this happen? How, how, how? And I was talking to my coach about it. And she was like, you, like, if you have a timeline on this, like, if you're feeling like I have to hit this by the end of summer, like, no wonder you're so panicked right now. You're putting so much pressure on yourself. Like just release the timeline and start working towards the goal. And that made things so much easier. So now I'm taking the aligned action and the aligned steps that I need to be able to hit $30,000 in revenue a month in cash, by the way, 30K cash months is what I'm working towards, not 30K sales months. I literally will not count that at all. Like that does not count. A 30K sales month does not freaking count to me. Honestly, I've never looked at my revenue in sales If you want to talk about that, like I'm probably hitting like 20K months and stuff, but, but I'm not. So I just don't even look at it. Like we sign people on contracts, like a three month contract, a six month contract. If I was like, oh, I like, we had a man, if I was counting clients like that, we've already hit a 30K month. We've had, we've already had 30K sales months, but it doesn't freaking matter because that's not what I'm taking home. Like that's not what's coming into my bank account. And so I reverse engineered this. I said, I want to take home 10K a month. What do I need to be making inside of my business to be able to do that? I need to make around like 25K a month to bring home 10K into my bank account. So I went ahead and rounded that up to 30 because I like that number better. I don't know why. It feels better in my brain for 30K months than it did for 25K months, probably just because it's easier to say. Don't ask me why. We're going for 30K months. We're we're aiming big. We're shooting for the sky. And that way, like if we are having consistent 30K months, I will consistently be bringing in over $10,000 into my bank account every single month. I mean, we're talking like 12 to $15,000 a month in my bank account. Like that's fucking crazy. That is what I want. That's what I'm working towards. 
I'm so much more like motivated by the take-home money than I am just like the business revenue. So I've been talking a lot about that on social media. You can follow along with the journey there, but I have released that timeline and I'm like, okay, like, and I really broke things down. Like how many clients do I need? Like what type of pricing do these clients need to be at? Like, how can I continue to like boost this revenue? Like, am I going to need to hire more team members? Can I add on like new offers? Can I create something passive? Like, how can I start to generate more leads? How can I generate more sales? What can I do top of funnel and for like inbound marketing? So people can find us and come to us without me even having to like lift a finger or do anything. So those are the types of moves that I'm starting to make now to make a 30K month a reality to put 10K in my bank account every month. But we're looking for the sustainability. So I'm not trying to rush it. Like once I hit a 30K month, cool. I want to keep hitting 30K months. I want to hit a 35K month. I want to hit a 40K month. I want to hit a 50K month. And here's the thing. It is so much easier to scale a business from 10K to 20K than it is from zero to 10K. Stop looking at 10K or 5K or 20K, like whatever that number is that you have in your head. For me, it was 10K. Whatever that number that you have in your head is, like quit looking at that is just like the end goal. Because I'm going to tell you what happened (laughs) once I hit 10K months. And once they became consistent, like we're talking anywhere between like eight and 15 K a month revenue cash in the business, I was like, I did it. I'm doing it. I did it. This is what I've wanted for so long. Here we are. We did it. And you know what I did? I didn't keep pushing forward. I didn't keep moving the needle forward in my business. I kicked back and relaxed and was like, Hey, look, my, I made it. I got a 10 K a month business. I'm killing it. When there are so many other businesses out there making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, millions of dollars a month. And I'm like, I'm making 10 K a month and not even going into my bank account. But I got, I got comfortable. I got real comfortable. Like I sat back in that lazy boy recliner and kicked my feet up and relaxed bringing in those consistent 10 K months for two years. The agency has been bringing in consistent 10K months. And I haven't had to do much. Like the agency became very passive for me. Like it didn't require a ton of effort. It didn't require a lot of thought. It just, it didn't require much for me. And it was generating 10K a month and it was great. And it was when I got my new car that it really pushed me. And I, you know, I had known the price that my car was going to be for like two years. I'd known what my payments were going to be. I knew the the down payment that I was going to make and what my bank account would look like after that. Like I was well aware of all of these numbers, but it was like, once all of that money was out of my bank account and that car was sitting in my driveway, I was like, oh, this is real now. (laughs) And I feel like that's kind of one of the things, like I've been wanting this car for two years, like actively pursuing getting this car for like, two years. And it's almost like when a manifestation like takes that long to come to fruition. And a lot of it, like all of this was pretty much like production issues. Like they just 
they couldn't keep up with the production demands of the car. They shut down production entirely. Like when they were having all of those supply chain issues last year, like things just completely shut down and you couldn't even order the car. The order banks were shut for a, a really long time, like nine solid months. And then when I ordered my car, the order banks opened for 24 hours only. Like, so I just had to, I had to get in there at that, like it during those 24 hours to get my car ordered. And then even then, because it had been so long, I was expecting it to take like nine to 16 months for me to get, even get my car. And then boom, I got it in like less than three months. So when things take that long, I feel like sometimes we kind of are just like, yeah, yeah. And then like once it's really in our reality and it's there, you're like, oh shit, like this is real. Okay, like adios to that money that I was making. Like I know like that is no longer fun money for me. That's going to my car. And it caused me to have like a little bit of a lifestyle shift, which regardless, like the money was being spent. <laughs> I had a little bit of a money freak out. I will not lie to you. I will be fully transparent. I had a little bit of like a panic attack about money because I was paying for this car now. And I was like, okay, wait, like that's silly. I was spending this money anyways. Like it was just going on my credit card bill. Like I was paying it off on my credit card bill instead of paying off a car. It was a whole bunch of like stupid shit from Amazon or clothes or skincare like just random shit that I was buying anyways, like the money was still being spent. Now it's just being spent on like an investment, an asset, something that will be mine as opposed to like $30 dresses or like workout tops from Amazon. So that just kind of required a shift there, but it stretched me so much more than I realized because I was like, okay, like I don't really have as much like fun money, like as much fuck you money anymore as I did. <laughs> I don't have all of that same money to like be spending on Amazon and to be spending on clothes and buying whatever I want whenever I want because now it's going towards this car. And it made me really look at my business and I realized that I had been lying to myself. I had been lying to myself that I was comfortable and that I was happy with a business that made 10K a month. That like I was content that that was good. And I kind of like snapped back into myself and was like, wait, like, no, that's not the goal. That's not the dream. That's not the vision. When I look at my future and what I want for my future, my business generating $10,000 a month in revenue is not enough. It's not enough at all. And so this first step that I am taking to like get back on track and to keep actively working towards that dream life and like bring those visions of my life and my future that I have to reality by increasing revenue in the agency. I got so burnt out in my agency. A lot to do with like with that coach. She just really burnt me out. Like what motivated her wasn't what motivated me, but I'd never worked with a coach before. So I didn't really know. I was just like doing what she said because she had a successful business. So I was like, okay, I'll do what you do. And it just didn't, it didn't quite click for me. And it just ended up burning me the fuck out. And so when I was hitting those consistent 10K months, I was like, I'm good. Like mama needs a break. Like I'm tired. And 
it kind of built resentment for me towards my agency because of how burnt out I was. And so I just kicked back and relaxed and was like, I don't have to do anything. Like this is like 70 to 80% outsourced. I'm just chilling. And this is awesome. And I was, I was happy with that. And it led, it allowed me to live the life that I want to live through my business with the freedom, with the flexibility, but there's a cap on it because I'm only making so much money a month if the business is only making $10,000 a month. And when you look at the like scale of other businesses around, even like other online businesses, even other social media management agencies, like 10K a month is not the pinnacle. Like there's so much more that can be done. And social media is so huge right now. Businesses have to be on social media in today's age. Like there is more money that can be made. Why not make it? Money's not real. Why, who am I to not have that? Who am I to not have the 30K months, the 50K months, the 100K months? Why not me? Why not me? It can be me. If it's all those other girls on Instagram, like it can be me too. I don't have to sit back and up in the nosebleeds and just like watch from afar. Like I'm going to get down in that arena and be doing that shit with them too. So there's a tangent for you on (laughs) 10K months, 30K months, all of that. But some insight onto like what I am doing to hit that next income goal in my business, uh, but having had released the timeline. So you can really take that and apply it to whatever income goal you are working towards in your business. But I really think just kind of releasing the pressure, releasing the timeline, like you don't have to hit this by August. Ideally, I am envisioning hitting these 30K months by like December or January. That's the goal, kind of, but it's like a loosely held goal. I'm not like, it has to be January, it has to be January, it has to be January, and if it doesn't happen in January, like my world crumbles. We'll see. But every day, I'm just actively working towards taking steps towards that. Doing what I need to do in my business to generate more leads to generate more income and to start building that solid foundation so those months can be consistent, so they can be consistent because that's what really matters to me. Having a one hit wonder 30K month is not gonna do it for me. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I did it, yes, okay, cool. Like, no, like I want them to be consistent as fuck every single month, that money being deposited into my bank account and continuing to grow from there. I can only imagine where the business would be now if I had not gotten burnt out and taken my foot off the gas. And I think if I would have just been working towards like, so once I was hitting these like 10K plus months, then my coach was like, okay, 20. Let's do it. It's a 20K month. It's a 20K month. You have to do a 20K month. And it was like month after month after month. It wasn't working out for me. And, but I had those boundaries in place that I knew, like I wasn't going to take on clients that weren't aligned. I wasn't going to work more than like a set amount of time or hours in my business. I wanted to make sure I still had that freedom and that flexibility. And it was just like the things that I was being told to do to generate that new income or to generate the new clients like wasn't actually aligned with how I wanted to run my business and so it was just kind of like a clash and it wasn't working and it just burnt me the fuck out and it made me feel like super defeated and if I had just been able to be like okay like we're hitting consistent 10k plus months like 
Now the next step is 20. Let's look big picture. Let's pull out. Let's zoom out. What's the next step? What can we start working towards to be hitting consistent 20K months in the next like three to six months? And just really zoom out and look at the different things that you can implement or the next like puzzle pieces or the next bricks that you can lay in your foundation to help get you there and to help you work towards that without you having to like put the pedal to the metal for a month straight and then come out of the month feeling defeated when you didn't hit it or like even come close. Now let's, let's switch gears a little bit. I'll get off of my tangent, but if this is like, if you enjoyed this conversation, like definitely make sure to be following me on social. I do a really good job of diversifying the content that I'm sharing across Instagram, TikTok, and threads. Like it's all different. I'm not just regurgitating the same stuff everywhere. So be sure to follow along on those platforms. And I am sharing insight into this and like what I'm doing as I'm doing it to hit 30K months. Like I want to take you along on this journey for me. I'm considering doing something inside of the Level Up Lounge, like a little exclusive audio cast. We will see. I'm already doing that inside of the Level Up Lounge right now for TikTok. I have an exclusive like podcast basically inside of the lounge that releases every week on it's called the road to 10k tiktok followers and every week i give the women inside the membership like an update on what i'm doing on tiktok how things are going what strategies i'm using what tweaks i'm making like the content that i'm creating so there is going to be like literal like step by step because i know i'm gonna blow the fuck up on tiktok and so when i do like there is going to be all of the receipts all of the steps that i took to get there inside of the lounge and so some of the ladies are like doing it alongside with me and like we're all on this journey to 10k followers on tiktok together and they're like implementing my like tweaks and strategies and changes and my methods all of that um like as i'm sharing them so that's been super fun so you can you can check that out inside of the lounge um if you aren't yet a member of the lounge girlfriend what are you doing but you can get a discount when you join the lounge when you use code female CEO exclusively for podcast listeners. Um, but let's, let's switch gears here. And I want to share with you how you can make hitting 10 K months easier. And like the click that I had in my head that like completely changed my business for me. And is what took me from being an hourly general virtual assistant to switching gears into being a social media manager, showing up as an expert and charging monthly retainers. Hold on me and my emotional support water bottle. Just need one second here. Okay. (laughs) Your girl is talking and my throat is dry. Um, when I was a virtual assistant, I I think I charged like 30 bucks an hour and I had different packages. So you could do like, I don't, I literally don't even remember. I think I had a 10 hour package, a 20 hour package, and maybe like a 40 hour package for the month. 
Um, so I charged hourly, but I was doing packages. So it was like upfront payment for the month, which was nice instead of like, I'll just work, track my time. And then I'll send you an invoice at the end of the month for whatever hours I worked. I, that's a whole other tangent for another time about how I hate hourly work. And I hate working with people who charge hourly. I hate paying people who charge hourly. Like I would so much rather just work on monthly retainers for everyone, like for my clients, for the people that I work with, like for my team members that we'll, we'll talk about it another time. So once I shifted into being an expert and to like monthly retainers, like that really changed the game because this is what I realized. I still wanted to hit a 10 K month. And I was like, okay, let's reverse engineer this. I'm charging $30 an hour. So here, let's do some, let's do some math together. 10,000 divided by 30 is 333 hours. I'd have to work 333 hours in a month to make $10,000. Well, let's say there are, you know, there are 40 hours in the work week. That's only 160 hours in a month if you're just working like nine to five. So I would have to do over double that to make $10,000 in a month. That's freaking crazy. That would be spending, there are like roughly like 720 hours in a month. <laughs> so I would be spending quite literally half of the month, half of the hours in the month working. And as someone who charged hourly, like you get paid based on how much you work. So the more you work, the more you make. And I don't like that trade-off. I don't like that trade-off. You know how important freedom and flexibility is to me. And that just is not it. Like <laughs> it doesn't work. That does not work. And I could not charge hourly and live the life that I wanted to, a flexibility, a freedom. I don't like the idea of the more you work, the more you make. I don't. I don't. And I think hourly work is kind of a sham because the better you get at your job, like, you know, when you start something, you're slow. It takes you a little bit of extra time and then you get used to it. You get the hang of it. You start learning some tips. You start learning some tricks, some hacks, and you're like flying through it because you're used to it. Well, if you charge hourly, you're getting better at your job, but you're getting paid less money. You've gotten better at your job. You've gotten quicker, but it takes you less time to do. So now you're charging less, even though you have more expertise. I think it's a sham. I don't like it because the better you get at your job, the less money you make. Or you have to be like dishonest with your time, which I don't think is good either. So, but I realized like it's literally going to be impossible for me to work like I am and charge like I am and make a $10,000 month. And I would charge, man, okay, so like 30 hour or $30 an hour times like 20 hours a month is $600. So if you take 10,000 divided by 600, I would need 17 clients to make a $10,000 month at that rate. 
17 clients is a lot. Like that's a lot to handle. That's a lot of balls to juggle. That's a lot going on. So I realized I can start charging more and make more money while working less. And that was when I switched to the retainer model. I create my packages based on how much time I like it should take, but I'm an expert. Like I've been doing this shit. I am seasoned. I know the tips. I know the tricks. I outsource <laughs> like, and they're good. They're experts. So a task that like should take an hour, like by now, we're good and we can get it done in 30 minutes or 45 minutes. And we're like shaving a little bit of that time off. And that's how I started building out packages. And when you think about it, if you have, you could have three clients and make a $10,000 month. Like, doesn't that sound so much more feasible than having 17 clients to make a $10,000 month? Like you can have three clients at like 300, 3,000, $300 a month, three, 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 three a month, and you will make a $10,000 month. But it also shifted the way that I was offering my services. Before I was just like a general admin VA, you know, I'd pop in and I'd do like a little something, something, you know, I do like your Pinterest management for you. But now when I work with companies, like we take over every single social platform for them. We're doing Pinterest, we're doing TikTok, we're doing Twitter, we're doing LinkedIn, we're doing Facebook, we're doing Instagram, like we're doing all of them, which allows us to charge more. I'm not saying keep doing the same work that you're doing and just charge more for it. Although there definitely is something to be said about raising your rates and making sure that what you are charging is like worth your time and makes you excited and ready to show up for your work. But how can you take what you are doing and almost like manipulate those offerings to be larger, to allow for a larger invoice? What can you do that you're already doing and just like double down on it? What services can you add to your offerings that can make you more money? Like we do social media management, but then we started doing influencer management. We started doing web design. We started doing paid ads. And I feel like that's kind of how you really create like this agency. I, I say this with air quotes, but it's just the like continuing to build upon like, okay, we mastered this. What else do our clients need? So you can be like full service. You can be the one-stop shop for your client for whatever it is that you do. You don't have to be like just one tiny little piece. And it makes it so much easier on the business owner too, to just have like one dedicated team that handles like everything in this section of their business, as opposed to having to have like seven different contractors each doing like taking their own little piece of the pie and owning that section. Like just have one company who can come in and take the whole damn pie off your plate. Makes it so much easier for everyone, but stop looking at clients like $300 a month clients and like, think that that's is what is going to get you to $10,000 months. That's going to be a lot of freaking work. And like, you probably literally do not have like the time or the bandwidth to actually make that happen. So how can you take those $300 clients and make them $3,000 clients? 
And the, the thing is too, like it, you don't have to go to those clients who are your $300 clients and be like, hello, this is what we're charging now. This is going to be $3,000. But it's like, how can you almost like shift your ideal client? How can you start having conversations with people who do have the budget or have the need to bring someone in to like take a whole chunk of their business off of their plate for them? But when you start charging more, you will start making more. And when you charge more, you can work with less clients and still make a lot of money. Or you keep working with all of those clients, all the clients that you already are, the same amount of clients that you already are, and then you're making buku bucks. But stop looking at your business as just like taking one piece of the pie off of the business owner's plate, like figure out how you can take the whole damn pie off of their plate. And that is where the money is at. And that's where you're going to start bringing in big income when you can just be like the one go-to person who does it all. And again, this should be slow. Add on a new service, add on a new offering, change up your packages, whatever, and get that solid. Okay, you've mastered that. What else do your clients need? Add another layer of bricks to your foundation. Add in another offering. Okay, you've got that down solid. Add in another offering. Like this doesn't, and it shouldn't be super fast. You shouldn't be doing this in one month. Like this should be a more slow and steady process because that way you're building a solid AF foundation. Like I literally think of this as like laying bricks, like building a house, like building a foundation brick by brick by brick. And you get that layer nice and even looking good. It's nice and dry and settled now. Okay. Now let's add on the next layer brick by brick by brick by brick. Get that solid. Make sure it's nice and dry and settled. It's looking good. Okay. Now onto the next layer of the foundation brick by brick, by brick. Like you don't have to be adding three layers to your foundation in one month. You shouldn't be adding three layers to your foundation in one month, but picture the goal that you want and just start taking those small steps towards it. And when, with my 30 K goal, like I decided I wanted that. And I was just like, like my brain was like a jumbled scribbled mess because I was like, how, 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 how am I going to make this happen? What do I need to do? I feel paralyzed. I don't even know what decision to take next. I don't know what to do first. And then I was just like, you know what? Let's just start working towards 30 K months. It's going to happen eventually. It's inevitable, but like I'm putting my foot back on the gas, but we can just be doing like a nice cruise through town with the windows down. Like we don't have to be on the freaking Autobahn going a hundred. Let's just cruise. And when I released that timeline, I just kind of like relaxed around the goal, knowing that it was inevitable. And then I just had to take the right steps to get there. It allowed so much more room for ideas to come into my head, for new ideas to download for me to like see signs and take notice of like what my audience and what my clients are needing and telling me that they want and like taking these cues and being like, okay, how can we change things up? How can we implement this into the business? Like, let's launch this. Let's start doing this. And it just created so much more space to do that. So that's all I have for today's episode. 
on $10,000 months, but really this can be applied to any revenue goal that you have. I know I also talked a lot about my own personal 30K month goal, but this one was, this one was pretty juicy. I'm, I'm not going to lie. There was like, I, I shared a lot of secret sauce in here with you, but I want you to take this and implement it and literally like change your life, change your business, change your bank account. Like this is the key. This is the secret sauce that is going to help you build the business and life of your dreams. And it's really easy to get caught up in feeling like this isn't the way by watching other people on social media, like slow and steady wins the race, baby. Truly, truly. So instead he runs the race. If you are just like pedal to the metal, you're going hundred on the Autobahn, like you are going to burn out. You are going to crash and burn. And I've already been there, done that. And it put progress on my business, like way on the back burner. Like we just stayed steady because I was so burnt out and like resented my business. So now like this new goal I have, like I am taking a much more sustainable approach to it. And if you adopt this, like you are going to grow a massively successful business. And remember like every monetary goal that you have that goes up and up and up, like each one is going to be easier to hit after the next one. So keep freaking going. If this is what you are working towards now, like hitting 10K months or just like hitting a revenue goal, like really laying that solid AF foundation in your business to have those months consistently. Remember, we don't want one hit wonders. We want consistency in your business. And if you feel like this is what you're working towards and you need some support in helping you get there, this is exactly what I help women in my one-on-one coaching work through hitting your first 10k month and making them sustainable, building that solid AF foundation, figuring out how to price, figuring out how to like transition your offers so you can work smarter, not harder, figuring out how you can make more money by working less time. That is everything that we work through in one-on-one coaching. It is so much fun. If that is on your mind, if it's on your heart, if you feel called you can apply at the link in the show notes. It's also in my Instagram bio. Um, I would love to talk with you more about that and see if that might be something that would be good for you to help support you and work through this together. Because girlfriend, like I've been there, I've done that. (laughs) And now we're on to bigger and better things. But like I learned, I have learned so many lessons like over the past two years since hitting my first 10K month and then like having them consistently for two years that if I could go back and do it all over again, I would do things differently. So I will just live vicariously through you and teach you everything that I did not know when I was going through it the first time. So you can learn from my mistakes and just do it right the first time. It's like getting a freaking fast pass in business because you're just like, zoop, skip the line. You're soaring. Ah, Disney fast pass soaring. Ah, okay. That's enough for me. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Female CEO Show podcast. And I will catch you on the next episode.